Killer Kush. A podcast where we smoke and talk about killers, gaspers, and cryptids. My name's Lick Demock. My pronouns are he, him. My name's Lady Cuckenberg. My pronouns are they, she. Welcome to episode 35. Uh, woo! Hey, 35! Yeah, yeah. Today we're talking about a Japanese cannibal who um, <laughs> lived to see the light of day after being a cannibal. Uh, Issei Sagawa. Issei Sagawa. 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 Yeah. So, very exciting, very exciting story today, Bestie. Yeah. Have you heard of Issei Sagawa? I think I might have at some point, but I'm not familiar with the story anymore. Um, yeah. So, I'm excited to, like, re-learn. No, it's exciting. It's like, as you learn, you'll re-remember, maybe. Yeah, like you'll Deja like, Vu. Oh my god, this other podcast is so much better. Cannibal wow, Deja Vu. Suck. Cannibal Deja Vu. <laughs> Uh, That's a good band name. Cannibal Deja Vu is a good band name. Yeah. Someone's band is named, like, Whalesbone or something. Mm. And my friend said that, like, when they heard that was their name, they were like, why is your band named that? That's a terrible name for a band. And ever since then, I've just thought about, like, imagine naming your band and then being roasted for the title of your band name. This is the saddest information we've ever gotten. Casey is coming to be on the podcast in a second, but they are currently out of Shamrock Shakes. Oh! Wait, what do you freaking mean? It's a week. St. Patrick's Day was Thursday. What? So they ended it on Friday? They said no more? No more for the Americans? They hate us? They hate us. I'm suing. They do, hate we, us. do you think we could do a lawsuit? Do you think, like. For Shamrock Shakes? For Shamrock Shakes, yeah. Like, adverse mental health effects for not being able to consume Shamrock Shake. And today's the Shamrock Shuffle in Chicago, so. Is that what the run was downtown? Yeah, the one with all the green people. Yeah. Or, or people green dressed people. In, in green. <laughs> With all the green people. <laughs> With all the ogres. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, we were driving downtown earlier and had to go all the way through the city because they shut down all the streets that go to Lakeshore Drive. So, mm-hmm. What were you going for? We were coming back from the suburbs because yesterday was oh, yeah. Nico's birthday and we Happy had a little family birthday, dinner. Happy birthday, Nico. Happy birthday. Happy Ooh. birthday Any to more you. good TikToks from Gina? No, from Gina. You just call her Gina. Gina, Dina, <laughs> Dina. I'm sorry. Any more good TikToks from Maybe Gina? Maybe because Dina is not a real name, but Gina is. Okay. Dina, Dina is a real is, name. Okay, for what? Like Greeks? She's Italian. For, uh, <laughs> okay, so I need to get to know Nico a little more deeply. <laughs> yeah. I think we're gonna take a moment. We're just gonna <laughs> maybe Pause, bond. Yeah. Reflect on Nico your and I are gonna go and walk and get some coffee. Yeah. We convene in a few hours. Yeah. What's your favorite color? Nico's? Yeah. Mouth it to me. Green. Oh my god, I was gonna say green because you're gay. Are you? Is your favorite color green too? Uh, no. But oh, what's your favorite color? Blue. I'm so. Oh, mine's blue too. Baby. That's so cute, Taz. But also at the same time, adults having like actual favorite colors, do you think flop or not? I think when an adult is like obsessed with their favorite color, it's definitely a flop. Yes, yeah. Unless they're really queer. And then it's kind of cute. A, it's like yeah. a personality trait at yeah. that point. Yeah. But all colors are beautiful colors, except for like a really, really, really bright orange. That is mm. not a very good color. The Duncan straw that I'm looking at right now. Not 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 a good color. Yeah, Duncan orange. Duncan's Duncan, gonna sue us. Duncan orange. Ambiguous coffee shop in the Midwest orange. That rhymes with that rhymes with flunkin. Flunkin, flunkin flow, <laughs> flow <but>. nuts. 
Uh, we're oh, funny. beautiful. We are. We're funny. Hilarious. Anyway, what's yeah. your vibe, Katie? My vibe is sleepy, but I feel very happy. I feel like I have been able to see all of the people that I love this weekend. Um and spend some time with them, which I don't normally get to do. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if I... Did I talk about doing costumes for a short film on you the podcast? You mentioned it before. Yeah. I Okay, so I'm doing costumes for the short film. I can't remember if it was on the session or on here that we talked about it. But um, I went out last Saturday and I got all of the costumes. So I completely finished. And today I've got two fittings for the actors. Hell yeah. And my job is done. And I feel so relieved. You did it. If it fits. So if knock on fits. wood, manifesting it fits. But it'll fit, probably. Maybe. It'll definitely fit. Yeah. They didn't really send me their measurements. They just sent me general sizes and then pictures of the actors, which I was like, that is not the most helpful. So if it <laughs> fails, then we will... It's not fully we'll on recon- me. Yeah, it's yeah. not fully on me, you know? Yeah. And I learned to distress fabrics in the meantime. So I, I feel like I'm a little, a little art whore now. Maybe soon I'll learn to hem. But what's, what's your vibe, Nick? My vibe is... Tired as well, but equally as fulfilled. Just with it being Nico's birthday, it's been a really fun weekend, and my parents came up to have dinner with us last night, mm-hmm. and we had a $500 dinner at this restaurant. It was insane. Oh my god. They had this Hawaiian pineapple cosmopolitan. That is so Yum. What's in a cosmopolitan? Girl, I don't know. Like alcohol-wise? Yeah. I don't know, but it was delicious. Damn. Uh, it was very, very any good. Any drink with pineapple sold like any drink of pineapple yeah. so good always better yeah you know um and so we did that and that was really fun and then we came back and we had cake and ice cream and my parents and nico's parents get along really well so it's just mm. cute to see them interacting yeah like they literally sat there and talked for so long and me and nico were just sitting there like that is such a green flag <laughs> that is 100 percent a green flag yeah yeah which was, is very good was marker there Marco? Yeah, Marco was there as well. Mm, nice. But when we came back, he went to bed. He was sleepy baby. He yeah. Had, he had too much food. That's funny. Were yeah. you a sleepy baby? What'd you have? What'd you I eat? was sleepy baby. Um, the Cosmopolitan and... I had a Chipotle barbecue shrimp flatbread. Ooh. That was exquisite. No, that sounds amazing. It was fantastic. What it, where did you... What was it called? Seasons 52. It's in Schaumburg, Illinois. Oh, was it Schaumburg? Um, and yeah. they changed their uh, menu per season. <gasps> so it's always oh. new stuff and fresh. And so this is that. the thing that I got. They discontinued eight years ago. And this is the first time it's been on the menu since. And I was like, that's yes. That's amazing. And it wow. was delicious. It was so good. Yeah. that's Tommy's Restaurant does that as well. Is They mm. changed the... Um, menu seasonally and they also have like a wine connoisseur who like oh. gets different types of wine depending on the season that's so it's fun. very like bougie yeah, yeah. yeah. wine i yes. wish i was the wine connoisseur wouldn't that be so cool have you did you ever read a cask of amontillado mm. okay so we read this book in or not book it's a short story by edgar Allan poe in eighth grade and it's about a wine connoisseur who like lures someone into this tunnel and kills them but it is like I, it's such a good short story. We 10 out of 10 recommend it. little horror bit. I think you really fuck with it. And it's like, it's sh- short and old, but you can understand it because the story okay. is like really The cask of Montiago? Uh, the cask of Amontillado. Amontillado. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. It's very good. Yeah, that also recommend. sounds fancy. It, yeah. Like, I feel like I would feel cultured reading that. It's, yeah, that's where I learned the word connoisseur. 
So that's why uh-huh. we reached this place. Oh. Yes, yes. That's Tracing the ADHD connections, if you will. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. stepping them back. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. Explaining the process. I get it. Well, should we session it up? We're gonna session it up. Cannibalism. Casey is also gonna join us for the session. So uh, welcome our dear friend on for the second half of the pod. Ooh, Casey. Ooh, we'll see Kelsey. you then. Bye bye. All right. So. Actually, Casey, what's your vibe? Sorry, mid-McDonald's switch. <laughs> um, what's my vibe? Honestly, chilling. Chilling. Mm, chilling. Yeah. You know, in recovery mode right now. Mm. I'm in a little too ham last night. Oh, so you're hungover. Mm-hmm. Just getting myself back together. Oh, that explains McDonald's. Okay, Picking so this is pieces. really for you. Yeah. An but, act of self-care. <laughs> yeah. But I also, <laughs> I also like, wanted, um, I wanted to come. Yeah. You said twelve fifteen, and I was like, I know you'll wait if there's McDonald's. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> I said, bring me that shake, and I will he wait is. all day long. <laughs> but not the Shamrock one because they hate us. Yeah, but no Shamrock shakes apparently. Out of season. Out of fucking season. <sighs> Days after. It doesn't make any sense, okay? No, that's so fucking. It doesn't up. add up. It doesn't add up. That's why we should pursue the lawsuit. <laughs> I just. I, Sorry, uh... we talked about it earlier. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, today is the story of the Kobe cannibal. Um, so, thank you to Murder.com and TheFamousPeople.com. Those are my resources today. Excellent site names, 10 out of 10. Uh, and also, <laughs> these, this story, I'm going to say this trigger warning at the beginning. If you are sensitive to cannibalism, necrophilia, um, there's a mention of bestiality, gun violence, maybe, like... Listen, but be aware that there's going to be some of that in there. It's not super brutal, but this man is a cannibal, so we are going to describe cannibalistic behavior. Um, so some fun facts. I think this is your first dark episode. Yeah, and honestly... Like your like, first dark, dark episode. It's not too incredibly dark, also. Like, it, the way that the facts are delivered are very, like, okay. nonchalant. Yeah, but okay. I do want to give a warning just because it is, like... He chopped off Blee and did this to blabbity Blee. So, you know, yeah. It's no Marvin the Chipmunk or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Travis the Chipmunk. Forever going to be Marvin, Marvin the, the Chipmunk. chipmunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so <clears throat> some fun facts uh, of Issei Sag- Sagawa. Um, his birthday is April 26th. 1949 he's 17 72 years old not 17 um he's 72 years old dyslexia how long have you been 17 um and his sun sign is a taurus so if you need a reason to hate some taurus men this is your reason uh i actually don't know very many taurus men i feel like they're fine but that's like a thing that i've heard on the internet so yeah agree disagree no i think i like taurus men okay they're really pretty chill to me yeah yeah i don't think i know a lot of taurus men all right augustus is a a taurus man terrell is a taurus man oh they're both very grounded and sweet Mm -hmm. okay well (laughs) this is not him i'm sorry (laughs) so sagawa was born as i said uh on april 26th 1949 in kobe japan um, his father was Akira Sagawa, who was an affluent businessman and served as president for the Kirito Water Industries. And I said gross that water is an industry, but go off, Kim. Um, his grandfather was also affluent, so his whole family was rich, and he served as an editor for the Japanese newspaper, the, uh, the Asahi 
Shinbun, and I'm so sorry for things that I mispronounced in advance, guys. I am not familiar with how you say things in Japanese as much as a romantic language. Like, pronunciation is hard. Um, so Sago was born prematurely and was apparently so small that his father could fit him in the palm of his hand. Oh, <laughs> like that's, a so, puppy. that's so scary. That is actually very small. That, wait, show I me. I don't think I can imagine that. Yeah, that's not for a human baby. That's incredibly not premature. Human <laughs> not for human baby. I had a cousin actually though that that's what they say about him is that like his dad could hold him in just his hand. Damn. Because he was so small. Is he short now? He was stunted, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, so was Sagawa, and um, he also developed an inflammation of his small intestines. So he grew up to be small, stunted, and awkward, was how they described him. And he was also described as a fragile and somewhat introverted boy who gradually developed an interest in literature. Which is very funny. That's very cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he... He was just a little weirdo. <laughs> he was. Like a little short, small, into books weirdo. And probably some fucked up books, honestly. Like that could affect you deeply what you read from and maybe that is what affected him deeply yeah so lots to lots to think about and it's also 1950 so i imagine there's probably like some emasculation and being incredibly short so he attended a school in kamakura which is six hours away from kobe so i guess they moved or i don't know maybe it's a boarding school he just attended school there that's all they said um and he said that he developed cannibalistic desires the first time after seeing a male's thigh while attending first grade. So he's a little fruity. He is a little fruity. There's, I would love to also someday trace the psychology between like gay repression and serial killers. Because I feel like there's a lot of repressed gay people from like the 60s, 70s, this like earlier than that, who turned out to be serial killers, especially in America. But I agree. I've seen that trend. Yeah. It's very interesting. And, like, I know that we couldn't raise them in our society with not as many... Like, it depends on where you're at, obviously, and who you're being raised with, but Mm -hmm. being gay isn't as frowned upon now as it was then, so I wonder if they still would have been serial killers now. Yeah. Well, there's usually mommy issues involved there, too. Yeah, yeah. That's a big play in it. It is. So it also depends on the the nurture of it all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the nature and the nurture for them was fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Double (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, years later, um, when Sagawa was giving an interview to Vice magazine in 2011, he mentioned that in his youth, he developed cannibalistic desires for women and took part in bestiality with his dog, Um, which is disgusting. And I don't know why he'd admit that. Like, why? Why did he say that? Yeah. So... When Sagua began studying at Waco University in Tokyo, so years later, uh, he targeted a German woman and followed her home with the intention of cannibalizing her. He claimed that he wanted to slice off part of her buttocks, buttocks, sorry, and small parts of her flesh. Um, so he followed her home and broke into her apartment while she was asleep, but was not successful. Mm, starting over. He broke into her apartment while she was asleep, but was not successful with his cannibal plan, as she woke up and, according to him, pushed him to the ground. She called the police, who, literally, yeah. Why did he choose a tall German woman? Yeah, and you're small. Yeah. You know what, now I'm on the he's small side. He's he's small. He's He's short. (laughs) (laughs) 
Push him down. Uh, literally. She said, what are you doing? <laughs> Push. Um, so she called the police, who arrested and charged him with attempted rape, and he chose not to reveal his true intention to the authorities because, like, why, why, why would, would you? you? Yeah, yeah, like, okay, of fucking course you didn't say you wanted to cannibalize her. Stupid. Yeah. Um, and his father's very affluent businessman, so he paid a settlement to the German lady, and the charges were dropped. How much do you think? Hmm. I'd say two mil. Yeah, definitely in the mill, right? I mean, they've got that water money. Yeah, they have the money. The newspaper, the water money. You want it all to go away? Two mil. Yeah. And he did follow her home and go into her house. Like that, I would not accept anything less. No. So he got those charges dropped, and then he obtained a master's degree in English literature from Kawasani Gukin University and relocated to France in 1977, where he enrolled at Sorbonne in Paris to pursue a PhD in literature. So he could manage a coffee shop. Ha ha ha. English degrees aren't real. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. They're so valid, guys. School's a scam. But, um... (laughs) (laughs) Katie... That was ruthless. Tommy listening to this episode like, I have an English degree. Crying. Crying. (laughs) Just kidding. Tommy doesn't listen to these episodes. Yeah, if you ever listen to this, come talk to me, okay? I can't find the follow button. (laughs) (laughs) Tommy always says that he can't subscribe to our Patreon because he he, he can't figure it out. Which is, girl, what? What is there to figure out? What? There's so many. It's so easy. I'm going to walk him through it one day and make him put in his you credit should. card info. Yeah, the other day, he. this is a sidebar, sorry, y'all. He was paying $50 a month for Amazon subscriptions just because we, like, had trialed all the different channels. And he was like, man, I'm being charged a lot for Amazon. But he wasn't looking at his accounts. The other day, I went on his computer, went on his Amazon, and canceled all of the subscriptions. I was like, baby, here you go. $6 a month again. You're welcome. All right? And that is now he can pay us. His other $40. His other $40. Yeah, because I saved him, so he owes me that, right? Yeah, he better go on that highest tier. He better. You should have billed him. I should have, yeah, for my services. Yeah. Per hour. (laughs) 100 an hour. So anyways, he moved to Paris, Sagawas in Paris, and he later mentioned that while attending school in Paris, he would bring a prostitute home almost every night and tried to shoot them, but failed to pull the trigger because his fingers froze up every time. Yeah. That's... That's fucked. It is fucked. It's also fucked that, like, sex work is so stigmatized that probably those prostitutes didn't feel like they could go to the police about that experience because it would have prevented, like, what's about to happen, you yeah. know? Um, so now, into the murder of his Sorbonne classmate, Rene Hartevelt. Hartevelt, yes. Rene was Dutch, which probably isn't that important, but I think it's kind of sick that there's just, like, schools and universities where people from everywhere attend, like, especially in Europe, and I just, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, so anyways, he befriended Renee and invited her over to have dinner at his apartment on June 11th, 1981, where they were supposed to work on translating a poem for a school assignment. So at the time, Sagawa was 32, and he felt that he was weak, small, and ugly, so he chose Renee because she was 25, healthy, and beautiful. So. Damn. Yeah. 
Well, you are weak, small, and ugly, you yeah. little bitch. Stupid. Don't go for a 25 healthy and beautiful. This is incel behavior, actually. This is, yeah. Yeah, to the extreme. Um, so, from the start, from the second he invited her over, he had the intent of killing and eating her, and he claimed that he wanted to absorb her energy. So, the 25 youthful healthiness. So, Renee... That is not how that works. That is not... You think that's going to happen? That is not. It's disgusting. I also wonder what human meat tastes like, but that seems inappropriate. Have you seen the new horror movie Flesh? No, I haven't. It is really good. I would recommend. Mm. I don't want to talk about it because it just kind of gives the whole thing away, but also its name is Flesh. Yeah. So you kind of know what's going to happen. Is it gory? Uh, No, it's not horribly gory. Awesome. Cool. It's on Hulu. It's a Hulu original, I'm pretty sure. Oh my god. It was decent. Nice. Writing it down. I have to watch the flesh. writers still. The writers and Flesh are on my list. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's that one called? The... Scare Me. Oh, Scare Me. Oh, I literally thought that it was called The Writers. I'm sorry. I have to... No. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll remind it's myself scare later. Me. <laughs> cool. Good, good, good. So, anyways, cannibalism, yeah. So, <clears throat> Renee's over. She's invited over, and she started reading poetry at Sagawa's desk. So, he took a rifle, went behind her, and shot her in the neck. He later claimed that he fainted immediately after shooting her and executed his plans after coming to his senses. So, this is a side comment, but, um, like, I feel throughout the story they really emphasize how much it affected him to do these things like he's he is like oh i couldn't shoot the prostitutes because i froze up and after shooting her i passed out because i simply couldn't handle it like it feels empathetic yeah like it's trying to yeah you're they're trying to get you to develop empathy for this person who's still like brought yeah yeah and they really emphasize how he was like so small and ugly and blonde yeah maybe that's part of his motive but it sometimes like the way that you see those things can develop empathy in a way that shouldn't be developed so kind of fucked up so anyways he shot her fainted then came to um this next part is like especially triggering so like heavy warning for necrophilia and cannibalism so after shooting her passing out and coming to he had sex with renee's dead body and tried biting her but was unable to bite into her skin so he purchased a butcher knife and cut her body up into pieces Then he ate different parts of her body, including consuming most of the corpse's breast and face, sometimes raw and sometimes cooked. He stacked his fridge with other parts and even took pictures of the victim's body during each stage of eating it. That is fucked. (sighs) Yeah. That's disgusting. That's crazy. I wonder if he, like, I I bet he ate it over a series of days. Days, probably. God. If he had, like, a deep freezer, you know? You keep that thing for months. (laughs) An outdoor fridge. (laughs) Um, So Sagawa was caught by the French police after four days while he was attempting to dump the dismembered body parts of Renee, which he was carrying in two suitcases, into a lake. So um, obviously he was tried, and since he was incredibly fucking rich, his daddy got him a top-tier lawyer. So he was held in jail for two years during the pre-trial detention and eventually, French judge John Louis Brugagis, yeah, um, <laughs> Brugagis, Brugagrerie, found him to be legally insane and not fit to stand trial. Um, and once again, I feel like 
that's why all the details regarding like the prostitutes that he didn't shoot and him wanting to absorb her energy are included because they they add up to him being insane right like you're mm-hmm. like oh of course he's so mentally unwell um which is an excuse that he used all the time for shooters here so uh after the judge reached this verdict he ordered that sagawa be held indefinitely in a mental institution after being admitted a japanese author inu inukio yotama visited and uh that led to the publication of an autobiographical no- novel of sagawa in japan titled in the frog or kiri no naka i wonder if there's an english translated copy yeah because i'd be interested in reading it i mean i i bet there would be in the frog because he interviewed with vice so in the frog yeah is what it's called yeah i'll send you a little do it text yeah um so in this in the frog in the book in the frog um sagawa gave an in-depth account of the murder and consumption of renee which led to Sagawa garnering worldwide attention. And that also is kind of shitty to me because imagine her family or people who loved her having to see this man go to a mental hospital instead of jail and then also releasing Receive a book. Receive fame yeah, become, for murdering. And, kill, yeah, and eating. And yeah, like dismembering somebody that you loved. Yeah, and it was a really good-selling book. Like, it was popular. Because it was like a big story, right? So yeah. you just had to see people reading this book, and that is what your family member is reduced to, is the person who was eaten, which is disgusting. Um, Maybe I don't want to read this book. <laughs> yeah. I mean, enough time has passed where it's kind of like, it would be interesting to hear and maybe get more of how his thought process is. You know, yeah. if he's like, yeah, I don't know. <sighs> it's anything that's Hard macabre. ethically. Yeah, it is hard ethically. It's like murder... Murderphilia is that what it's called? Yeah, murderabilia. Murderabilia, yeah. It's like that's kind of cool, but maybe not cool. Zach Baggins Museum. Zach Baggins Museum. <laughs> um. So the sudden media publicity and the macabre celebrity status of Sagawa led the French authorities to deport him to Japan. Upon reaching Japan, he was immediately sent to the Tokyo Metropolitan matsuzawa hospital where psychologists evaluated him and decided that he was indeed sane and his only motive behind the murder was sexual provision provision perversion perversion thank you thank you very much kaisi um we keep you around for a reason yeah (laughs) oh baby um which thank god they were like oh no he's not insane he's just fucking perverted um, which maybe he wasn't mentally well. I don't know. I don't know the guy, but it just seems like an excuse. Por que no los dos? Yeah, I mean, he probably was somewhat mentally insane, but they have to just prove, like, that he knows what he, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. Like, that's what they mean by proving him, like, not fit to stand trial, like he's too insane, is that he didn't understand the action that he was doing. But he did. But he did, which is yeah. why Japan probably saw... Like it's actually probably truth. good that he was, like, determined sane. Yeah. yeah. But it's not good because, meanwhile, in France, all the charges against Sagawa were dropped, and the court documents were sealed and not released to the authorities in Japan. Thus, the Japanese authorities were not in a position to legally detain Sagawa, who spent 15 months in the hospital and then walked out as a free man on August 12, 1986. Which is his rich dad. Like, so that he's just out there his... and about? He's just yes, out and dude. about? He's out and about. He's out and about. So this is... 
Oh, okay. So since 1997, he's accepted several invitations and appeared in different events as a guest speaker and commentator and lived life as a minor celebrity. He was featured in several documentary films, including Cannibal Superstar, Excuse Me for Living, The Cannibal That Walked Free, Interview with a Cannibal, and Cannaba. He was featured in a drama thriller as Mr. Takano, a sadosexual voyeur, which was released in Japan on September 12th, 1992. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. And he also wrote other books on the murder of Renee, a commentary book called Shonen A in 1997 about so uh, the Kobe child murders, which I don't know what those are, but like that sounds fairly straightforward. Like he mm -hmm. was commenting on other murders. And he wrote Restaurant Reviews Weekly for a Japanese tabloid magazine called Spa. So he walked out free and got to live and life as a celebrity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is disgusting. That's like when once again when shooters then get all of this like media attention and people kind of like praise them. It's like maybe if you stopped putting so much attention on it, on mm -hmm. the people who did it and put more on actually like what happened in the victims there would be more justice, genuinely, yeah. and less people would do that, but... I agree, wholeheartedly. This is just so fucked up. Like, I feel like it must have been a weird thing because there are instances like Casey Anthony where she got went free and everybody hates her, though. Like, yeah. So it's just crazy to think that they all loved him. It's probably because the first fucking book, you yeah. know? like Brought yeah. him into the spotlight. The limelight, yeah. Um, but eventually, he was shunned by employers and the Japanese media, who saw his uh, saw him as striving to find a suitable job and publishing. Mm, restarting that. Eventually, he was shunned by employers and Japanese media who saw him um, trying to find a job and publishing his writing. And they were like, "That's kind of fucked, actually." Wait, and so they started shunning him. Good. Um, so he submitted to a French language school under his real name, and he almost got um, a position as a manager. Uh, and they were like, wow, go off, use your real name. Cool, how brave. And they were going to hire him. Um, however, he was rejected because there was a protest by the school's employees. Good. He, yeah. Mm -hmm. They were. He literally submitted under his real name. He had no shame. He was like, yeah, this is, this is me. I went to France, so... This is real. This, this is, is me. And also, a school is probably... Oh, you're going to be around other young people? people. That's fucked. Um, so, he lost his parents in 2005 and was not allowed to attend their funeral. Um, he paid back their creditors and then shifted into public housing and received welfare for some time, probably because he lost some money paying their creditors and all that. Um, I don't know why he wasn't allowed to go to their funeral, but... Yeah, I was gonna ask. I f I Maybe would... they disowned him? Yeah, but then it seems like they also gave him some financial support by getting him a lawyer and... I don't know. I... But I mean, like, maybe, like, the post, like, craziness. Yeah, when he was allowed to walk free, they were like, fuck, no, goodbye, goodbye. Yeah. That would make sense. And with all of, like, with it being, like, well known that he is a cannibal, you know, like... Yeah, it would not reflect well. On the family. So, yeah. like, I don't know, I feel like that would be why he was not allowed. They said he's not to come. That makes sense. If yeah. my son was a cannibal, I'd do the exact same. Same period. From yeah. start to finish. I love you um, unconditionally unless you eat people. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's interesting. You know how in um, the Adrian Reynolds murder, mm -hmm. um, the parents of, I forget his name. Oh, my God, I'm a bad podcaster. But the parents of that one kid, the boy who 
took part in it. They, as soon as they found out that he murdered her, they were like, okay, we're calling the police. We're like yeah. turning you over, blah. I doubt that these rich ass parents would do that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, assumably less well off. They live in Iowa. Like, yeah. Well, it's also a different culture. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, I feel like we in the U.S. separate individuals from families very often but in asian cultures it's like it's reflected upon the family yeah when like there's a bad egg in the family you know like we have bad siblings but our bad siblings don't define our family where in some cultures they would that's interesting yeah true 100 percent. wow bestie smart you just sounded so smart Wow, a so scholar. Cultured. Yeah, so, so cultured. cultured. Wow. Uh, applause button. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He went like, to France, the place of the killing. <laughs> literally. He actually studied this. That's what he went for. It was just like an in-depth one-month study of this case. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's not presenting on it. No, 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 no. He decided that, I, I don't know, I'm just like shorter, so he has to give it to me because I can relate more to the protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anywho, so back to the interview with Vice in 2011. Uh, during this interview, he mentioned that living as an infamous cannibal murderer, murderer was horrendous. Um, and, like, the shunning was his punishment, which, like, Good. he didn't even go to jail. He got to be in movies. I kind of think that's bullshit. Like, finally, yeah. after people realized it was wrong in the early 2000s, he was like, this sucks now. Uh. Like, no, shut up. Yeah, be quiet, sit down, go to jail, you deserve it. Why would you say that? Like, that's another thing where he's expecting empathy. No, we're not Mm going to give that to you. In 2013, he suffered from a cerebral infarction, which um, caused him to be hospitalized, and it also caused permanent damage to his nervous system. So he currently lives alone and requires regular assistance to lead his life, which is given to him by his younger brothers and caregivers. And that's the story of the Kobe cannibal, the cannibal who walked free. A very delayed applause. Right, instead button. of that woo, just just cut to here. Good job, Katie. <laughs> We're proud thank of you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good job. Um, Good story. I think you both owe me a three sentence summary. Can we do it together? Yeah. Okay. I'll do first and last sentence. You do the middle sentence. Okay. Once upon a time, there was a man that was very small and ugly, who lived in Japan. Period. He then moved to France and killed a bitch and ate her. Period. Period. (laughs) He then got to walk free because the police, once more, even though it was a different country, still fucked shit up. So he uh, is alive today and he deserves to rot. Period. Beautiful. It's back. It's back. <laughs> We're going to use it, guys. We promise. It's back. <laughs> the $10 purchase. <laughs> we yeah, will utilize. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for listening, you guys. Yeah, yeah. thank you for listening. That was yeah. a good story. Not too dark, though, right? Like, Not it too dark, It is dark, no. but yeah. Yeah. Not I thought too you were going to go into the details. No, no, no. One day I'll go into the details, but it's going to be like the wackest thing that you've ever heard like it's gonna be such a weird case so we're gonna have to wait for that day you know the gory gory details yeah yeah i like those stories those stories are yeah yeah the ones what's the like very 
the the podcast where they talk about true crime but they do it in like a very like uh, detached tone and go into very detail it's very detailed it's dry I and they're know. like the blood was found on the bottom of the boat near the lake have you never it's kind of um, terrifying like it's so monotone lights out is good that mm. and that one does dark stories but in a respectful way nice but they do dark stories like um similar to that's where i got my research for the toy box killer if mm. you remember doing that one yeah yeah um but yeah it was they're very good nice well listen so much yeah. media lights out today. lights out yeah um so nick girl boss gatekeep or gaslight i'm feeling gate kept this week uh gate kept from restfulness yeah and that's all i have to say work is that what's gatekeeping you no just i feel like i can't rest right now yeah i don't know why yeah spring is sprung spring you is can't sprung. rest maybe, that's why. <laughs> yeah. maybe i need to go yeah who knows who knows you'll figure it out casey girl boss gatekeep gaslight go i'm going with girl boss I just, I've been hitting the marks recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But not hitting mark. But I'm. Sh- but I'm my best. <laughs> <laughs> am I right uh, or am I right? Uh, We're right. Yeah. We're right. <laughs> no, it's a big girl boss move to make out with a rando in a club. Right. Hell yeah, girl bossed. Amazing. Girl bossed. Girl bossed. Yeah. Katie. Girl boss, because I am doing the things that I need to do most of the time. And that's all that fucking matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes I don't do any of the things that I need to do at all. So. And that's okay, yeah. though. Yeah, I got a flat tire. The second I got it, I drove to just tire. An adult does that. That's... Old me would have been yeah. like, I'm going to park it, and that's going to be a Monday problem. But no, no. It's fixed. Done. It's done. Out of the yeah. way. Mm-hmm. So, girl boss. Proud of you. Thank you. Uh, where can you find us on social media, Nick? You can find us on Instagram at Killer Kush Podcast and on Twitter at Killer Kush Pod. Uh, what should they do to that little, little link in the bio? Well, via that little, little link in the bio, you can submit a little listener story, which will be featured on the rotation, which is usually just on our Patreon. However, we occasionally post them on our real podcast podcast as well. Um, and you can also... Subscribe to our Patreon so you can get all of our little sessions and all of our listener stories permanently. And there's something else you can do on there. And if you are in the $10 or up tiers, you get some free merch every quarter. Woo! Which is very cool. Yeah. And you can submit a sound. You can submit a sound of the week and hear your own little feature. It would be so cool and quirky and cute. And if you send us a weed strain suggestion via email, we might... We can Do try it at some to find point. it. Yeah, or story suggestions. If you have any of that, email us. Yeah, yeah. For stories, especially, email us. Please. So, little kisses to you. Love you. I'll see Very you much. in your dreams. Stay like safe. Freddy Krueger. Oh my God! Don't do that. Yeah. That's so intrusive. Uh, yeah. <laughs>